you don't know my name is damio and i am erica mona and this is, is cross culture we <laughs> missed you guys we missed you guys we know you guys missed us you know it's been a year but you know we have to come through and let you guys know it's the end of the year it is end of the year this is our end of the year episode period okay well as you know how do we start what is cross culture dami well you know for those of you that are new to the game and just joining us thank you well, let's explain what cross-cultured is um cross-cultured it was a vision <laughs> and now it's reality but yeah, what it really means to us all jokes aside cross-cultured is basically having two aspects two sides of yourself um two cultures making it one okay two different parts of you that come together to make who you are inside Yes, ma'am. That's what it is. But y'all know how we like to give it up. We like to start with the topics. Awesome. All right. That was so smooth. <laughs> we still got it. Of course. Of course. Period. Okay. So we got a lot on the list today. So you know, hot topics. We're going to talk about the hot topics of 2019. Because like we said, this is the end of the year episode. And 2019 has been a year. Eventful year. Like eventful. Like in the last... Two, three weeks, every day has been a crazy headline. I know, right? It's like 2019 is going out with the bang. It is. But let's bank. start with one of the biggest things that started off the year, which is Jussie Smollett. <laughs> Jussie Smollett. If you guys remember, Jussie Smollett, who is an uh, actor that was formerly on Empire, started off the year saying that he had a hate crime that happened to him in Chicago in the dead of winter doing a polar vortex downtown at River North. He said that two black Trump supporters attacked him. Black? He said white. Did he say they were white initially? They were right, G. They were white. They're supposed to be white. Oh Race. my god! They're supposed to be racist. They were supposed to be racist. They were supposed to be yeah, racist. Yeah, with the Trump thing, and, and they could have a faggot. Yeah, and he said they had the noose around his neck. Yeah, but you know, investigator me. I never believed him because I said he was too fair-skinned and not have a noose mark around his right, neck. Right, no bruises or nothing. Because that would be the first thing that they do. Celebrities. The first yeah. thing we see, like, okay, let's see the mark. Let's see the evidence, you know? I guess maybe his eyes were a little bit... Well, he had a little cut, a little which cut. he probably did that himself, yeah, you know? But he, he said he fought them off. He said he punched them. You know what I mean? He said he didn't go out weak like that. Child, He said he's a gay here. Tupac. He did say he was a gay Tupac. Hey, yo. He said he don't want. He about that life. He likes him, but don't don't play with him. He exactly. <laughs> said not the one. Uh-uh. Um, but then it was so sad because literally we found out it was fake. 
It was fake. That two he hired um the two Nigerian brothers. The Osundaro brothers. The Osundaro brothers. I guess one of them works with him as an extra on Empire. Yeah, and then one of them was like his personal trainer. Personal trainer. So basically he hired them to be the ones who do it. And I think two weeks later, the Nigerian brothers went to Nigeria. Yes. They went to Nigeria and they came back for like, after like two weeks later. Because they went like legit immediately. The they thing went happened. for dirty December. <laughs> no, they went like immediately it happened. And they came back like two weeks later. The and I think, yeah, they got arrested as they were coming back. And yeah. they, they searched their house and they said, apparently they saw like the, um, the check, rope the, and yes. um, whatever. Ugh. This was know. like a bad Lifetime movie. It was bad. And didn't they end up suing... They tried to sue him. Everybody was suing everybody. They sued Jesse. Jesse sued Chicago. Chicago Chicago sued Jesse. Like, everything was going crazy for... So what is the truth? What is the truth? What really, 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 really happened that day? Jesse said he's standing by his truth. He's standing by his truth. But they wrote him off the show and everything because of it. Technically. Yeah. I don't know. It's really awkward. Yeah. Anyway, Jesse started off 2019 with a bang. And in the midst of all of this, Chicago was taking all type of L's because... Big L's, man. Lo and behold, Surviving R. Kelly came out, and then boom, R. Kelly back in the spotlight. And then he had his interview with none other than Gayle King. With him crying. I know y'all remember that interview. (laughs) He was fighting for his life. Uh Uh-huh. Y'all. Man. But you know they have a new show coming out. I don't think it's necessary to do the surviving R. Kelly part two, like the, what's it called? The aftermath or something like that. It's not necessary. It's why we get the point. Yes, he's a monster. He did what he did, you know. Now there's a, you know, they're doing this case against him. He's going to be convicted when, whatever. But it's like, why again? You know what I mean? There's so many other people y'all should do a documentary on. Period. You did the first one, RK, that's good. Y'all had the people, that's fine. But now this time, this new one coming out, it seemed like it's, more about, I guess, looking for the other girls, too? No, I thought it was about, they said it was going to be, like, how how the women's lives have been since the movie. Since the movie, I'm yeah. Like, I'm not but invested. who cares? I'm not, gonna like, tell, I'm not even going to lie to you. I am not invested yeah, in women's lives. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to watch it. Yeah. Um, they should do one, what's this one? They should do a documentary on Harvey. Did they do one? No. They did one on the Me Too movement, but not on him They haven't done any on any of these white people that have exactly. been caught up with rape or um, molestation or whatever they do. I also thought this was going to open up a bigger conversation I thought so too. about um, the age limits that we set in mm-hmm. dating and how we have accepted dating culture for young women and old men. Yeah. And, and just sex, you know, abuse, molestation, yeah. rape in general. It didn't. It was just mainly about this, like, convicting R. Kelly, which is fine, but it just became too much. It really has. So... R. Kelly in jail now, though. He is. He True. is. Yeah. But even, like, speaking of um, people like R. Kelly, well, I don't want to people like R. Kelly or this situation. Isn't Oprah, isn't she doing, uh, like, a documentary on, what's his name? On Russell Simmons. Russell Simmons, yeah, about the case of him maybe raping or uh, molesting other women, like, in the 90s. Yeah, and it's like Oprah, like... First of all, Oprah really trying to say that all these people, that all these stories are now coming out. Did you not know? Because you were in the circle. You were interviewing these people. You were kicking it with these people. Like, are you trying to tell me that you never once heard a story? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. is, this, is this you trying to come back as, like, the interviewer? Like, the, you know, 
I just because we well, I ain't let you slide for surviving Neverland. Like I thought that mm-hmm. that was inappropriate to have a documentary with no factual information. Ten years after the ten years day. after yeah. he died, I thought it was inappropriate to do that. Um, and I feel like documentaries are supposed to tell stories. They're not supposed to be these interviewee things that they've turned them into. Mm-hmm. Like just say you're gonna do an interview. Don't call it a documentary. Documentary, yeah. It's I don't get it. It's like what is our purpose? Like now, what is your agenda? You know what I mean? Are, are you now calling yourself the the crusader. Yeah, exactly, of, oh, oh, this black rapist or something like that. If you're going to do that, that's fine. You want to interview people, but make sure you, you know, have your evidence straight, have every, all your facts, you know what I'm saying? And don't just target black men. Yeah. Let it be. Your friends are Harvey. We see hella pictures and videos of you guys together. Kicking and she me. has still not made one comment she said a word about Harvey. At all. She has not said anything. She has not said a word. So it's like, why? Monique tried to tell us. She did. She did. Mama Monique said it. She did. I don't know. We see how it goes with Russell because he sent, he wrote a little like message on Instagram to mm. her. Um, but it's quite ridiculous, you it know? It's ridiculous. It, it doesn't make sense, but let's just move well, let's on get from into there. some more of the, the things that we got into this year. Um, more recently, you know, well, the Millennium Tour happened this year. It did. The Millennium Tour happened. And it's happening again. Just got my tickets. I'm too mm-hmm. excited. When is it happening? April? In April. Okay. Um, I'm going to be there for the second one. But, you know, the second one's going to be a little different because it's not going to be B2K. It's not B2K. It's just on Marianne. And the other people. And the other little groups. Yeah, and the other little groups. You know, Bow Wow now. Uh-huh. But no B2K because Lil Fizz just had to get with April. <sighs> Lil Fizzy situation. Pop. So basically, we know Lil Fizz and Omarion, were, they were in the same um, band or group together for many years as a young when they were young. Fast forward, Omarion with April, his baby mama. If you watch Love and Hip Hop, you see their relationship. They have each other's name tatted um, on them. They have two beautiful kids. Separated for whatever reason, and now, I guess, you know, April's plight was the fact that, you know, she was depressed, she was sad, she needed a shoulder to, you know, to lean on, to cry on, and Fizz was that person for her, you know? Mm. They found love in a hopeless place, you know? I see what you did there. <laughs> um, it's ridiculousness. It's ridiculousness in every form of the word of ridiculousness. It's like, it's all these women in L.A., it's all these guys in L.A., and y'all just found each other. Like, like it had to, like why would you let the chemistry or the attraction or whatever build, build to, to that, that level point. to that level like even if okay you start to people like hmm I'm going to feel him that's why you put a little distance that's why you put a distance you know because as we saw online they said even Monice was like she was at um, April's baby shower with this right. they were at, you know the baby shower they kids sure event. Was. Um, so Marion invited them to Disneyland or something like that. I do remember that when they all went to Disneyland. Exactly. And Fizz is steady trying to talk about, we not we not brothers. friends, we not we brothers. We bandmates. But you guys were brothers at a point. My thing is, I don't care what y'all was. You was close enough in my circle for for our kids to grow up together. Exactly. So you so can now, call it what, what you want to call it. So what are the kids going to call Fizz? Uncle Uncle Fizz? Daddy Fizzy. Uncle Daddy Fizzy. Can you imagine? So question, who looks bad? Who looks worse? April or Fizz? Both of them are equally irresponsible. Okay. You think? Yeah, because it's also like, April, I, I see you trying to get in your little revenge mm-hmm. thing. Like, well, he left me, so I don't exactly. owe him Exactly, and I can see who I want to sleep with. And it's like, but you actually owe yourself the dignity. Like, the dignity, your kids, too. You, you owe it to yourself and your kids. Like, you know, I'm not, I'm not of the, well, we all grown, which is why we shouldn't make responsible decisions. decisions. Like, yeah. what are you doing? It just don't make any sense to me. Of all the people to be with, it's going to be. Lil Fizz. Exactly. Anyway, Omarion is the king of, of peace and tranquility. He said silence is the best answer for a fool. 
That's what he did. He, he was told quiet. You, you know. Always stay gracious. Exactly. He said, you know, it's fine. But I, 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 you know, when he did that little interview and he finally spoke about it, he said, it's okay. They could do what, what they want, but they should change the narrative, which is fact. Right. And I like that he changed the narrative too. Like, it's cool. We was never boys. We was never brothers. You don't need it. I'm cutting you from the tour. Period. Like, okay. that's, that's what you said. You're not right? making this money. You're not, you good. Y'all good. You supporting my baby mama. Hold cool. up. Hold, Hold up down. Hold down. Like, make the money. You the man you. now. Matter exactly. of fact, watch my kids while I make this money. Right. Babysit them. Babysit them. So stupid. Uncle Fizzy Pop. Because what else does Fizz got going on? He doesn't have anything going on besides Love and Hip Hop. Even when Love and Hip Hop first started, he tried to start his music, solo music career. Remember that song, Lotion? Somebody said that, and I was just like... He tried. The song was called Lotion, which is just ridiculous. And he had his baby mom, Moniece, in the video. You remember? He very did. weak song, very weak video. He didn't pop. Then now he's just on all these different reality TV shows. He was a marriage book um, boot camp. He sure was with, with a different ex girl, whatever. So it's just like you, honestly, don't even really have anything really going on for you. Because after the show is over, what else? How's your paycheck? What's your paycheck? How's where's it coming from? But that's that. Speaking mm. of Monique, she she's another person this year that talked about her mental health. And a I lot. think that mm-hmm. that has been a huge thing in 2019. Mental health. Charlemagne damn near killed us with mental health <laughs> all year. Um, and anxiety, child. He let us know that he, he learned a new word. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's been so many people this year um, who not only address their mental health, but I feel like have used mental health as a crutch for their irresponsibility. Fact. Um, so it's like it, it's like I don't even know where the, where to walk the line because I do think mental health is a serious thing. It is. It's not something you know to be played with. Yeah, but then I also feel like, who do you feel like um, use it as a clutch? Who do you feel like using as an excuse for their bad behavior? Summer Walker. Mm, yeah, no I think way. I think that at what point are we gonna admit that Summer Walker? You just don't have any media training and not media training, performance training, and you no don't, stage presence. No stage presence, like. You, performance, manners, nothing. You don't know how to perform. And that's okay because, you know, this ain't Motown where they used to make the people, you know, really get the Yeah, dance stage. and all that. So, you know, that's not your fault per se. But I feel like just say that. Don't say I have social anxiety, but then like kick it with whoever you want to kick it with. And the things that you're an R&B singer, you know what I'm saying? So it's not like, you know, your type of art does not... You know, you don't need to be jumping around doing the most on stage. But let us feel your presence, that you are you are here. And you are happy to perform for us because we did pay. You know what I'm saying? We are paying your salary. Whatever your money you have, your bills, we are paying your bills. Exactly. So the least you could do is to give one a good, good performance. Because as you said, we see you on social media, how you are, you happy, you whatever. Also, did she not go on tour like last summer? And now, so now she you got social exhibit. No, she went on tour for she her first on, little EP. She did? She did. With, on the first one, you know the little album where like mm-hmm. you can't really see her face? Uh-huh. She went on tour for that EP. With the Girls Need Love too. Yeah. What? She did go on tour before. So it's just like, girl, just admit that you got lazy. You, you got you, lazy. You, 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 you don't want to do girl, it. Girl, just be a songwriter. Just, you know what I'm saying? Be just, a song. If you know you don't like what comes, because I understand it. Because, okay, with me too, I want to be a successful actress. You know, I'm not... It's not like I, want, I don't want to be famous, but I know it's going to come with it, right? Exactly. And you have to learn how to deal with it. You have to learn how to deal with certain things. It's like certain, certain things come with certain things, right? Like, okay, you know, I want to be a millionaire in, in the things that I do, be it writing, be yeah. it acting, whatever. But I know that with the money comes notoriety. Like, yeah. that's what I'm giving up, like some of my privacy. Mm-hmm. Right now, I'll have that money, so I have my privacy. Right, right, right. It's and an it's exchange. Like, you know, people, sh- the whole thing about, oh, you, can, you can't be a celebrity and have a private life. 
we see many celebrities that they have their private life. Denzel Washington, he still got his private life. Will Smith, Beyonce, Be- Rihanna. Exactly. Exactly. Rihanna, exactly. Rihanna ain't been living in the country for about two years. And we even know. She moved to London. Like. So you could still do it, you know. You know, no one is saying you have to hug all your, your you know, your fans. You have to be all up on them. Yeah. You have your security, you know, like, okay, space and all, but. And then you got the audacity to do meet and greets. Girl, boom. Yeah. Bye. Right. Bye-bye. And she canceled the tour, the rest of the tour. She didn't finish the tour. Yeah, but yeah. it's like, okay, your mental, work on your mental health. Mental health. So you think it's an excuse. You don't think it's that she has anxiety. I think, you know, in the in the world that we live in, everybody has anxiety to a degree. Sure. Right? Um. But I think that again, people use things as crutches. For example, so Andre Three Thousand just came out with that with the interview mm-hmm. he did uh, with Rick Rubin, and he was talking about how he's suffering from like anxiety. Yeah, and he's been diagnosed with social anxiety, and it's just kind of like he um, to the point where he's very crippled creatively. Mm-hmm. And I and I think that not that necessarily I have to see your social anxiety, but I felt him. You even felt it in the I interview when he was it. talking. And with, with someone, I don't feel that because I feel like you decide when you are this social. You decide, so, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you decide. And, and that's I'm like, people are like, oh, it's different being in front of people. I'm like, no. Being agoraphobic is different than social mm-hmm. anxiety. If you don't like being outside because you don't like being around people, that's different than you saying you have social anxiety because I think social media is an extension of social settings mm. like if you could be live and interact with people on live and you can strip on live and work on the pole and do that you clearly are not I afraid I forgot she was a dancer yeah too. like you you're not afraid of being around people and people's judgment you mad that everybody say your show is is sucking uh. and you trying to come up with a reason to say I can't perform in front of people baby you on the stage um the Soul Train Awards you saw how she looked right even when she went upstage I wonder do you think she faked that like Hell that yeah, whole she vibe that like because oh my soon, god as soon as she got off the stage she was twerking she was talking to Ari. She was doing like, girl, boom. Bye-bye. Oh. All right, girl. Mm-hmm. But yeah, mental health was definitely important this year. But you know what's messing with my mental health for real? What? Mass shootings. Like on, on some real stuff. Like I was thinking, like I just went to Nigeria and I was thinking how it's crazy how I'm not afraid to get shot right now in Nigeria. Like that's not, what? that wasn't. What do you mean? Like you, when I'm in America, Shootings be so common, it's like every time I go out, I kind of feel like, damn, this could be like at any moment. A shooting happened, was it yesterday or today's going to South Holland? Yeah, so somebody was talking about they was arguing They're with like, their father. It happened in broad daylight. It was like Shot right the there at that right jewels. Wow. Yes, he was like, and, and the report is irritating. It was like a, a son and father got into an argument what? and he shot his father. That's what it was. That's what it was. Wow. And they're like, the ambulance did not come on time. Oh, no, they didn't. Jesus. Which is sad because it's like, damn. Yeah. So we've had like 385 mass shootings this year. More mass shootings than the days that are in a year. 385 compared to 365 days in a year. That is crazy. And I think that it's like even more telling because right now we're in the middle of all this um, political stuff with, mm-hmm. the, with the... The laws, the gun laws. Yeah, and, and I just feel like, why isn't anybody talking about gun control? Like, that's not a, a point that any of the... I feel like any of the candidates have talked about. Talked about, yeah. And I just don't understand because why are we so comfortable with mass shootings. The guns, you know, they those what's what's the association with the guns? And are they pay for those political campaigns too? You know what I mean? They pay for them. They pay. For, they sponsor them. So I guess they're scared to say something. And who who's the NR? Who, who are they? White people, but white men. That's what I'm saying. It's they like, love their guns. But y'all can't put like have your guns, but make things make them not so easily accessible. I think it's still this mass shooting affects because I was listening somewhere. They're like till it affects one of their families. Those people, you know, 
the House of Assembly, NRA, whatever. To that step to one unit, one of them, their family, then they don't know how serious this is because they clearly don't care. Damn, it hasn't affected their families yet. I guess not. That's wild. I guess they're not in, in settings where that happened because what well, wow. they 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 flying in private jets. You know what I'm saying? Private planes, um, boats, everything. Private parties. So they're most likely not really in the setting. But then who are the people that's doing this mass shootings? White, white people. people. And there's also young kids, too. High schoolers. So it's like, ties into mental health. Right. But then, you know what? They use mental health as an excuse. They sure do. They, they're the ones that use mental health as an excuse. These high schoolers, these white kids, these people that do this mass shootings. Oh, my God. And in the reports, oh, they were bullied. He was sad. He was depressed. He had no friends. He, he fought his mama. What? So he, then, because of that, you should come, come and kill 30 people. He had demons. He had demons. Because, so you didn't see this? You, you, you got to know when your son a demon. You got, come on now. That's why I still shout out that mom who reported that her, her son. Because mm-hmm. you have to know. You got to know who's living with you. Like, yeah, she said she saw in his journal he was planning with his friend. Shoot. And I like that she reported him. Yeah, she let him know. Like, ah, not my son. Not my name. I don't know what his own name is. a demon. What is the inside all of them? I don't know. Maybe it's a demon. It's privilege. From... It's part of that privilege yeah. that comes with whiteness. It's the fact that things aren't going my way, so I'm just going to take you out. I'm mad. I don't like you. <laughs> exactly. I'm going to take you out. It's sad. It's, it's sad. It's sad. But even speaking of mass shootings, let's go into police brutality. Oh, man. This year was a trip. So we saw so many videos, so many clips, YouTube, Watchstar, whatever, on the news of police brutality against black and brown bodies. I will say that there was a peak, I feel like, of police brutality in 2016, 2017. Mm -hmm. Like, that was, like, I feel like a peak of, like, police brutality every week, every weekend. Mm -hmm. And I don't think it's necessarily died down. No. But I, I do think that police brutality is starting to become another thing that was, like, was such a thing, but now we're starting to get used to it, like mass shootings. We are used to it. It's like... It's nothing. It's the not hashtags have reduced. We don't follow up on the cases anymore. We don't, we don't see the... Vid- like, it's just kind of like, you know it still happens in different things, but now it's just... It's commercialized. It's a movies. It's... You know, it's like, American Sun gonna come out. Queen and Slim's gonna come out. All these things are gonna... Let's talk about police brutality. Let it be a topic on the show, but... Okay, so now what? But as you said, in those debates, are they talking about police brutality? Some are, but mm-hmm. it's very like, you know... What's really being done about it? This is what black people care about. Let me talk about it. Yeah. It's not, it's not like a national thing. Yeah, you know it's what not mean? like a real thing. It's more like, okay, this little this group of people, they're affected by it, so let me just comment. But it's not a national issue. Yeah, and I'm... It's, this it's is a public, public health issue. That's how I feel. I'm like, why <laughs> we keep saying that like, police brutality is just a black issue? No, it's a public nah, health issue. It's, it's, yeah, it's an issue of the states, of the government, of governance in this country. Mm. It is mm. another example of us saying people are above the law. Yeah, exactly. Police are above the law. That's crazy. Uh, let's get rid of all the nasty stuff. Sex trafficking. Hmm. Hmm. You know, that's another thing that out of nowhere just was spiked like, up. It spiked like, up. We snatching women. Yeah. Y'all talking about me too? Let's go. Yeah. Like yeah. Thousands and thousands and thousands. thousands of young ladies and girls are missing, being kidnapped, kidnapped in broad daylight, you know, they have, and it's crazy because the techniques that they even use to kidnap you, it's just so calculated and it's so scary, down to the Uber and Lyft drivers, you know, because, you know, they say now, like, if you see that they, they lock, they have the child lock on, say something, if they're not following the map on their phone, say something, there's a story of this girl, she said that, um, she legit had to, jump out of a moving car. car. yeah. And it's like, for me, 
Like, when I do drive Uber, I purposely, like, keep the directions on on loud mm-hmm. so people can hear yeah. what's going on. Like, just so you feel safe and I feel safe or whatever. But when I'm in an Uber, I do not play those games. I be looking Paying at attention, I exactly. share my ride instantly with yes, somebody. Yes, yes, yes. I'm very big on share my location with my best friends because mm-hmm. it's like, you know, God forbid, but you never know when, never know. like, that, that, that small thing is going to be what, like, saves you. Exactly. You know? Like, like... Even from the littlest clue, like the last place they were, we're here, or mm-hmm. this, that, and the other. Like, I try to be very vigilant about those things. Yeah, even if you could also be kidnapped in a grocery store. Because they, they say, you. you know, also like some of the cashiers that work in the grocery stores, they are in cahoots with the kidnappers. So they be texting each other like, oh, this person, she's alone. I saw you that know? at the nail shop. Some girl put a story about how she was at the nail shop and wasn't nobody there. But she noticed that like her nail tech was taking so long to do her nails. Like, this is stuff that I should be out of here. Uh-huh. She said, but then, you know, she started peeping that nobody was in there. Then these two people walked in. Long story short... She put together that they were trying to kidnap her. So she just left? So, like, yeah. So it ended up being where, like, she was able to put it together. They tried to snatch her, but she was on the phone with her mom. She took a picture of the people and, like, dipped off. Wow. Like, it, it's it's crazy out here. And that's why when people like Carol Sanchez pull little stunts like they pull, it's so annoying. Uh, so basically, Carol Sanchez, that was... Earlier this week, I think it was like on a Monday, right, in New York, a young girl and her mother walk in down the street and she was kidnapped right in front of her mother. Four men came out of a van and carried her away. And Just we like saw that. the video. We literally and we see the video. And we were scared. Like, and we're like, wow, this Carol. sex thing is crazy. Yo. Yeah, like, this how they coming at us, this, that, and the other. So then she was found and we were all happy, like, yes, thank you, God. And then it's like, she pulled a juice Moulet on us. She said, um, because she's mad at home, she's mad at her mom, so she planned it with her 23-year-old, mind she's 16, she planned with her 23-year-old boyfriend to kidnap her. You see how yeah, everything is coming together? You know, she pulled the Jussie Smollett, and then we got this R. Kelly situation going on, Damn. and then it's like, but you use sex trafficking as the way to do it. It's all full circle. I see you, 2019. It's bogus, man. Why would you do that? You're that's, just giving everybody anxiety and heart attacks. Like, like that's crazy. Because you mad at your mom? Why don't you just run away? Why do you have to set up that whole thing? I would have preferred if she ran away. Yes. I don't know what the... What Leave the, a note and carry your bag and go. And you and your old boyfriend that's a crip could just... Exactly. Y'all could have left that in the privacy of your own home. Like, <laughs> you did not have to turn that to national attention. Now, one thing I do want to say that this tra- sex trafficking thing is not just... Um, they're not, not just targeting girls and ladies. They also do target young men. Yes. Um, there was in the news a few weeks ago, a young boy, he was... Um, on South Park, oh, in yeah. South Park, the Hyde Park, um, mm-hmm. he was walking and he said an older man, he's 16, an older man walked up behind him and showed, uh, you well, know, showed him a video of, yeah. you know, some sexual act and asked him like, oh, do you know any 16, 17 year, year old boys that I could call? Stuff like that. That You know, the guy, I guess the guy ended up calling the police and police is looking for who he is. But oh basically it's, they're targeting everybody, you know, sex trafficking, also human trafficking, you know? They use, you know, black bodies, they use our bodies, our organs for all these people, you know, bl- yes. black mar- markets. Um, but it's Y'all, sad. Please, please, please just be, be, be mindful, be, be vigilant, uh, be aware of your surroundings. And if you see something, say something. Snitching isn't always snitching. Sometimes you have to know when to be responsible. Of course. Uh, you, I beg. <laughs> <laughs> you know how I feel about snitching. <laughs> ah. Girl, you know, but somebody snitched on our next person right here. Ah. Jordan Woods got snitched on. 
She did. Hey, she was just trying to be in the party. Trying yeah, to, you know, I was trying to kick leg. it, you know, but they caught her being, you know, snuggling up on Tristan Tom- Thomas. Thomas, no, Thompson. Which one's that? Tristan Thompson. Thompson Lots of Pippin a snitch. See, that's a snitch. It was her, right? Hey, she was thirsty to your baby daddy in here with Jordan. Hey, calm down. He was just trying to fill on a little something. That was a big drama. That was a big drama. You know, you see the Kardashians, they really were attacking her on social media, being so petty on Snapchat. Yes. And even Khadija and Malika and them throwing shade, but it's like Khadija, you dated a married man too. It's you like know what I'm all thing, of them. It's it's crazy to me because it's like, first of all, were you and Tristan even together? That's how jo- I they like when Jordan said it. She was like, first of all, I didn't break up anything. Y'all was already broke up. Boom, That's check facts. Out. That's true. Secondly, you know, he came on to me. Stop putting this on me. You yeah. know, your baby daddy also equally knows who I am to y'all. Exactly. And you know. I think the way she said it's like, I was just at the wrong place at the wrong time. Like, girl, you know, let's be real. And she said she was intoxicated. You did a little too much. She did. You know, but also, Tristan, you did a lot of too much too. And you're way older than her. You're way older than her. This is your wife's or baby mama's sister's best friend. So that means aunt, best friend. So exactly. So you low key been peeping her then. You've been looking on yeah, her then. And that's what I'm saying. It's to like, me, that's what it means. That's what it means that you've been trying to like you know get. You at just her. got the opportunity. Like okay, like nobody's here. But little did you know, Larsa is everywhere. The how? Larsa really do be everywhere. Like I'd be like, oh, damn, Larsa, how you in this do. party? Where your husband? I know, right? Are they still together. Ugh. She Did just they... carries the name Pippin. For clout? Of course. She ain't she's, even if they're divorced, she's not going to lose that name at all. People still keep their names. That's how I be telling these men's. Uh, but, okay, still on Jordan, though, she recently did another Red Table Talk. No, she it wasn't another one. It was like... It was the light... It was, it was the, the, the light that's from the same one. They just they released, just released it. it now? Because what it was... So, I, I had to watch that episode. What it was, it was like some end-of-the-year wrap-up Red Table uh-huh. trying to do. And they talked about like their most popular episodes. And people asked the question like, oh, Jordan said that she would take a lie detector test. Did y'all ever do that? And then uh, Jada was like, oh, we actually did take the lie detector test. We just oh, never released it. Released okay. it. But okay. since y'all asking, here okay. it is. And but she did pass the test. It was a stupid lie detector test, though. It literally mm. was like... Okay, lie detector test. What is your name? Jordan Woods. Did you sleep with Tristan Thompson? No, that's the end of the test. I'm like, damn, y'all. No, it's actually, I guess it didn't show everything then. Because it's like, they're like, it was, I think, where did I read it? It said it was like a three hour process. What? Mm -hmm. No, that's what they showed. It was like, boom, boom, just like that. Mm. Damn, three hours for this small case. I don't know, Jody. Well, (laughs) that's that. That was so dramatic. I mean, shoot. The Kardashians just be having a crazy year because even more recently, um, Kim K did a a video, a photo shoot where she looked like Diana Ross. She looked like a black lady, like like the Supremes, like she we did. are dream girls, like that Ooh. was it. Yeah, she she. Look, I don't understand. I don't I don't get it. And I read it while she said that um, she after she had North, there was a time that she was intentionally. T- tanning darker because she wanted to look closer or I don't know if it's to comfort her or to comfort her child that oh <laughs> you know as your mother I'm not a black woman no but I will try to be as close to your skin complexion as possible I don't know which, which, which one it is I don't know I think we, it's like so this really brings up a bigger conversation of something that was very popular but we didn't really talk about this year is black fishing mm-hmm. um, which is something a lot of these white girls on um, beauty influencers do where they get tans where they use this makeup you know KKW body paint makeup yeah. where they're they're making themselves darker and they're rotting their hair to have this racially ambiguous black girl look Wearing braids yeah and it's like getting fillers in the lips like Legit looking like a light-skinned like a light black, skin, girl, black girl, period. Like, really. You and get I, the big ass, the big titties, everything. And it's like, I, I'm i really trying to figure out the 
purpose? Like, is it that you just want to be in black culture so much to say you cool so you can do certain stuff without us calling you a cultural appropriator? Or, like, like what is the actual goal? Like, you really just that thirsty to look black? Like, what is it that you really because want to be able to do that you need to look black to do? I know, right? Because black, just- black is cool. Black is popping. You know, they like how we look. We're, we're sexy. We're attractive to them. You know what I mean? They're attracted to us. So they just really want to look like us. And also, they like black men. A lot of these girls like, like I- black men. So they were like, okay, I like a black man. You know, and... I, I blame black men too. I'm sorry. I, go, I want to say I blame, I blame black, men black men, on men this. too. This black men fault. Sorry, y'all. I, I'm sorry, <laughs> but you know you guys have a role to play because y'all are the same one that hype this woman, and they see how much you guys disrespect black women. They see how much you guys say, "Oh, black women are black bitches. Black women are this and that. They're ugly. Their hair is this. You yeah, know, I can't get a black, black woman exactly. And you I want think, light skin. I think that that that's so telling, right? That y'all really enjoy black features on non-black people. Like, like y'all really said, "Hey, I want to, I want to date a black girl who has white type of hair and white type of frame and has this, that, and the other, but you low key can't be black." Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of like, and they peep that. So so it's like they do. They peep it. Like yeah, this is what y'all make popular. Like Kim Kim Kardashian just posted that picture the other day of them at Diddy's party, and I'm telling you, all I saw was affluent black men with white wives, white non-black, Asian, Asian maybe Latina. I don't know what is um, Kim Kardashian Middle Eastern. She's, or she's, she's Armenian, Armenian, whatever she is. Yeah, she ain't black. Right. So it just to me, it's just kind of like we really have to start. Calling it out and addressing it. And I think that, we, like, guys, seriously, start making some black women, y'all women crush Wednesdays. You know what thing? Like, I'm stop th- crushing on girls that's not black. I'm confused because it's like, is it that? I understand when you get to a certain setting, you're successful, you're wealthy. You know, your, your environment is going to change. And, you know, majority of those who are wealthy are white people. But is it that you really cannot find an educated, well-put-together black woman? to find as your partner. No, it's like, and, and I think that's what black men be trying to front, like, this and the other, this is what I'm around, they attract. That's Stop all I lying. was here. Stop lying. The fact of the matter is, the minute you got to a point where white people will find you as attractive too, you got hype. Yeah. You got hype that you didn't have to deal with something that reminds you of your past. Because you used to be around all black people. Now you in white circles. You happy about exactly. it. So you happy enough to say that, hey, I'm the black man that this white girl could bring home and they're going to love it. Exactly. Because I'm rich. Because I'm rich. It makes you feel better. It does. It's like, you know, having the white woman is the trophy. That is a trophy of being rich. Like, exactly. you've made it. Like you've, you've made it. it. That's what it is. You've made it. You got a white woman, you've made it. To me, I just think it's very disrespectful to your race because we all talk about generational wealth within the black community. And as black men, the minute you get some wealth and it's going to become generational, you decide to turn your generation into white people. Yeah. That's and, it. And then... Y'all be dating this white woman that has no idea about your culture. None. Don't really care about learning your culture. None they have, then, you know, they, you give birth to mixed kids who are confused, confused as hell with messed up hair, okay? Because they weren't, you know, the mom didn't know how to fix their hair and doesn't even really care to. It's, it's ridiculous. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's ridiculous. So, Kim Kardashian, bad baby, all of y'all that want to be... Bad baby. Be black so bad, cut it out. Cut it out. Cut it out. And they say, I don't want to be black. We know you don't want to be black because you know <laughs> having a black life is, is not easy. Okay. We, you, you don't, like, we know you don't want to be black, but you want to be black at the same time. Man, come on. Just, just count it is what it is. Ca- exactly. Sure. But then when you do got a black man, he cheat on you. Ain't that right? Ha! 
ain't gonna invite J.R. Smith right. Because I never, listen, never in my life. So basically, J.R. Smith, um, apparently he cheated on his wife with actress Candace Payton. And his wife made a post on Instagram. And it was a post of her praying over her husband and the mistress. You know what is a pet peeve of mine? What? I hate when people be praying and they father God you to death. Like Father God. Father God, please. Oh, Father God, please. Yes, Father God. Oh, Father God. I'm like, you're taking me out the prayer. Exactly. It's because that, that's that's when it becomes like you're just rambling. Yeah. It's not a true prayer. If everything, every sentence, in every word is Father God, Father God, Father God. Father God. You're just rambling. Yes, Father God. So what do you think of the prayer? I felt like it was a shady prayer. It wasn't necessary. You know what I mean? Like... You do, you, do, you do that kind of prayer in your private home. Go, you know, but why are you posting that, oh, Jesus, give him the strength, and, yeah. and I pray for her too. She was weak. What is but that nonsense? When you start a prayer with, Father, he know not what he has done instantly. That means you call him your lodo. <laughs> that means that's what you're saying. You're saying, I'm stupid. Like, you obviously shading your husband and this lady. Forgive her for being with a married man. Yeah. Like. I said, baby. Okay, I have a question. So, who do you guys blame? You know, because I know people, you know, our women are like, oh, I'm beginning to hate women because mm. um, they know that this men are married. So, why do they open up to this man? Why do they allow this man to sleep with them? But for me, I'm like, I blame the husband the most. I'm always going to blame the husband the most because, for one, he out here claiming that he's single. He is. That's what he's he saying. Said so, he up. probably told her that. We don't know. And furthermore, I'm always going to blame the man more because our vows were together. I don't know this woman. Exactly. It might have been irresponsible, whatever, whatever. But you gave her the avenue it is your to violate our exactly. marriage. Exactly. That's, that's just period. Yep. Like, I, I don't know her for nothing. Yep. She don't owe me nothing. It would have been nice for her to respect our marriage, but that's but not her responsibility. It's not. Sure. She doesn't care about the marriage. She just want probably just wants you for your money and for the sex. Period. But you, as you said, uh, you know, we had this vow together. Yeah. It's your responsibility. Because right. you two, you went looking for it. You went looking for you it. Went look, you, you know went what I'm saying? You allowed it in within yourself. That's it. it. Like, you allowed it to creep into our marriage. So, period, bye. I'm mm-hmm. not talking to you no more. Um, what else? What else happened? So, a big thing this year was rap lists. <laughs> you know, and we would be remiss not to give you our own rap list because y'all know we some real hip hop. And it's hits. a female, okay, best female rapper list. Because you know, I don't feel like they've done that at all. We only did see- it. They didn't do any female rap list. And then if they did have a female rapper, stupid people like Ti said we gotta choose between Nicki and Lil Kim because uh-huh. they the same. How are they the same? They're, they're not, not the same. They're not. They're literally two different. Or people. like they had. They had Lauren Hill as that. Just that one. Just question of Lauren Hill. What's the name of it? Like, come on, baby. Like, so but let's even talk about this rap list. Let's give them our top ten. All right. We we did do a top fifty, but y'all gonna mm-hmm. have to follow us on social media to see they that team, baby. Mm-hmm. But the top ten, starting with number ten. Yes. Queen of Miami, Trina. Trina. Then we go to number nine. MC Light. Mm-hmm. Number eight, Queen Latifah. When I T Y. Number seven, it's Lauren Hill. You know, we ain't gonna mm-hmm. sh- disrespect Lauren Hill. Yeah. Number six is the dynamic duo what Salt a man, and what Pepper. A man, what a man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Number five is the notorious Foxy, Foxy Brown. Brown. Oh, na, na, na. Top four. Top four. Number four is <laughs> EVE. Mm-hmm. You know, our Who's rough rider. That girl. Okay. Number three is none other than <laughs> if it's worth it, let mm-hmm. me work it. I put my thing down, flip it and reverse it. Okay, Missy Elliott. <laughs> oh Lord. 
<laughs> Number two. Number two is the queen, the one that held it down for 10 years with not, mm-hmm. no competition. The person that all these little new rap girls need to bow down to is none other than Queen Nicki Minaj, Nicki Lewinsky, Nicki the Harajuku, Barbie, Nicki the Ninja. I mean, I don't know why everybody bothers me. And number one. Is the queen bee herself. Of course. The, the, the number one queen bee. Yeah, Lil' Ken. Lil' Kim. You know, I love Kimberly. I, and you know, I'm not even going to cap. Before Nicki Minaj came out, the way I stand Nicki is how I stand Kim. Oh, really? Like, yeah, yeah. Like, Nicki, like, I think Nicki was just for more of my generation, so I yeah. attached to her mm-hmm. more. But I definitely, like, you can tell me nothing about Lil' Kim. Like, I love She is the Kim. original OG. Like, she, yeah. she, she, Like, she, she took female rap to a whole nother, a whole, a whole nother, nother level. level. A whole, a whole nother, nother rap, yes. level. Like, it was Lil' Kim. So, again, the top 50 um, female rappers of all time. We're going to put that list out for you all. But that was our top 10 right there. Mm-hmm. All right. So, let's get into um, one thing really quick before we go to our Lodo. Um, it, this, this 2019 has been a rough year. And we all know that 2020 is coming up. Um, and we thank God for allowing us to come this far but there were some people this year that weren't yes, able to make it, make it to, to the end. end of the year with us so we just want to acknowledge um some people that we lost this year and give them a moment of silence mm-hmm. um at the top of the year we lost the the legendary late great nipsey hustle mm-hmm. um following that we lost another legend john singleton yes um later in the year we lost people like john witherspoon juice world diane carroll Tony Morrison, Cameron Boyce, mm. and Carl Lagerfeld. Yes. Um, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of other people Others, yes. Yes, who yes. have passed, but these are some of the people that were just highlighted for us. Um, so we just want to take this moment to give a moment of silence for everybody that's unfortunately not coming into the new decade with us. Okay. All right. Uh, rest in peace to all those people. Rest in peace, and I pray for comfort for their families and friends that they left behind as well. Amen. But let's get into our next part. So we introduced y'all to what we like to call Olodo. Olodo Rapata. Goof ass. <laughs> uh, so we got a couple of Olodos of the year. Um, The first Olodo of the year is none other than Clifford Tia Tip. Harris. He's just a little. He said a couple of things this year. Even besides the stuff he said about his him going to the uh, doctor, company, the yeah, hymen check. Exactly. He told us that Lil Kim and Nicki, Nicki Minaj, Minaj couldn't be. And the he same. said something. Oh, he said let's give up Gucci for three months, but then we caught him wearing Gucci. Yeah, Ti instantly. His misogyny really showed this year. Like I kind of always knew he was some type of way, but just every even when he did the, his red table talk, he thought that was redemption. But he was sitting here no. talking about how you know he didn't like he wanted to lead and the man that you know all this other. It stuff. It just shows that interview really showed how ignorant this man is. Yeah. Like okay. Yes, you may know some big words because, of course, you went to prison and all you were going to do is read a dictionary. So, of course, you memorized the shit. But at the same time, you don't even really know what these words mean. You know, you you can't you, you can't even speak well. Like, you know, he's... The way he thinks, you could tell that he's a very bush and local man. How you don't know what misogyny mean, bro? No, for real. Like, how you... What's that the word he didn't know he... What, what, yeah, it was, it was some like, word they said like on the show. He was like, oh, you know, that could be very misogynistic. He misogynist. said he hasn't heard before. He said, I have never heard that word. But you heard expeditiously. <laughs> expeditiously? What do you hear expeditiously at that you, you couldn't have never... You never heard... Get the fuck... You oh, never heard misogyny. Lord. Yeah, and, you know, he's talking about the reason why he, I guess, cheated on his wife, you know, when he first got out of... um. 
prison was the fact that things were different. She, now she has a voice. She's out, outspoken. And he was used to her being, like, just following his lead. So, you know, he was like, okay, things are different. And then, you know, he wasn't, like, the sole, you know, um, provider in the house anymore. But it's like, was he ever? Because why Tiny acting like she was never an escape? No, she wasn't escape. But, you know, after her, she stopped She stopped doing anything. Oh, so just She, she stopped. You know, when we heard about her was when she had her, her reality show with Tanya. Latoya. That's the name, right? Yeah. Latoya, whatever. So, yeah, she wasn't doing anything. It's like, and if you're not going on tours, how are you making money? Your little royalty check, True. yes. But, damn. but he was the one. And then if you live a certain lifestyle, like, you have to provide the means to keep that lifestyle. That's true. So, he was the one providing that for her. Well, T.I., get your goofy ass out. Get your goofy ass. Olodo. Another Olodo of the year was none other than a snitch ass bitch, Takashi69. <laughs> you know, I have, I, I don't like snitches like this because. You chose to be part Snitch of a lifestyle, time. right? Like, you really literally saw after the lifestyle. And then when, when the hammer comes down on what you chose to do, now you out here talking about, it wasn't me. They, mm-hmm. they did this to me. And then you dropping names and you destroying families and you doing all type of stuff to, you know, like, to act like you weren't trolling. You was the same one out in Chicago acting like, Chief Keith and them ain't going to get me. I run the blocks. I'm this. Doing I'm the most. Doing the most. With and, guns and everything. And now you sitting here crying and writing letters. Right. And you just spilling all the tea. With no problem. Just easily just, just spilling the tea. I'm talking about you brought, brought the homie Jim Jones in. Like, dang. Like, I don't like behavior like that. And this should be a lesson to, to people who try to do too Fake much capping for social media. Exactly. Like, what is done in the dark will always come to light. Stop trying to be something that you're not. Stop. Be who you are. Like, okay, you're trying to be famous, but you went through this route. Okay, you, this is what, this is the oath you took, cool. Fine. But then you now want to be re- re- releasing details. What kind of nonsense is that? Like, nah. But bro. apparently he is set to, like, serve, what, two years? So, yeah, which is really messed up. So they they um, sentenced him to two years, but because he's, you know, he snitched and all of that, they gave him a certain amount of time served mm-hmm. already for all the time. So technically he's going to get out, like, July of 2020 okay. and be on five-year probation. Ah, uh, and does he still have... Because apparently they're like, you know, he was going to come out with... He already has, like, a, a, a contract, uh, Yeah, right? I don't think the label dropped him. So we're going to wow. see how this plays out, Lord. We really will see how this plays out. Hmm. Um, and the last Olodo of the year is just the Olodo, honestly, almost of the decade. Donald Trump. Olodo Rapata. Now, that one is original... Like everything you do is goofy. from the beginning to the end. From 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 when you first started trying to do all oh, his comments to everything. Like you, you just from saying you grab women by the pussy. You stupid for calling um, black countries dirty shitholes. You have no decorum. You have no class. You have no sense. You have no. He has no education. You have no education. You have no anything. We're done with you. Like, for real. I think I'm done with you. Like So with him being impeached, hopefully he... When were they going to take him out of the office? So how that works is basically, um, you know, this... Him being... It's kind of like we are now pressing charges on him. Right. That's basically what it is. So when this goes to the Senate, hopefully the Senate agrees. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people don't, don't think it will it. because it's like a mostly Republican Senate. Um, and, you know, that's their homeboy. So we'll see. But if anything, I do want us to... I think that I want people to really take from this that nobody is above the law and like let's keep pushing um, when the 2020 elections come that no matter what happens we are not voting for Trump. We are not voting for Trump, please. We are not voting for Don't Trump. Don't let us make the same mistake again, please. I can't do it. That's why Rihanna left our asses. 
I know, right? Sure. Please don't let us do this again. This is not supposed to happen. Um, but yeah, those were the Olodos of the year. On the flip side of that, let's talk about some black excellence of the year. Black excellence comes after our topic. I thought we were because the way that we was doing the topic today. Oh, okay. Well, that's fine. So the black excellence of the year, um, we got a couple of people that exhibited mm-hmm. excellence. For me, I had Rihanna, Robin, Fenty, because despite the fact that she didn't bring out music this year, which is fine. However, she has just been really making some groundbreaking like things, right? So she had her show. The high fashion, fashion, fashion show, which was awesome. She is now like, she is really like a household name in the fashion game. Yeah, fashion, she, you know, music. fashion, makeup, beauty. Mm-hmm. Okay, all her fancy products are like awesome. Even my mom now she uses it. And she's like, this is the best. Like, why yes. did I know about this? I'm like, like yes, I love girl. fancy everything. Everything she has is just awesome. Um, from her products to her lingerie line, like it's sexy and it's look, it's affordable too. That's the good thing it about is, it. It's it good is. quality. It her is. makeup, everything, it's good quality, but it is also affordable. Like you're not breaking your bank account just to get something. Besides, she, besides her Fenty line though, that one is a little bit. But that's supposed to be. It's high yeah, class. It's high that, class. That's it's a top fashion dollar. house. It's a fashion house. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes, yes. So with that being said, and then with her foundations that she have, um, it's just amazing. She's doing so many things around the world. Like, you see her everywhere. She's just... She is a multifaceted Now, that queen. is a beautiful black woman right there. And she represents her blackness everywhere she goes. Like, she, she doesn't sure hide or, or try to go away from being black. Every time she does an interview, she's like, I'm a black girl. Period. Some other black excellence we noticed this year was Tyler Perry opened up the Tyler Perry studio. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that now that it's like really being used and a lot of things are happening, I think the impact is starting to um, settle in more. Like I knew it was a big deal, but now really seeing how many different things are shot there and Jeez, what that, that really Miss means. Miss Universe pageant? It yeah. was done there. Like they just did Wildin' Out there. They're shooting Bad Boys. Did they Wildin' Out there? Yeah, they just did the Wildin' Out in Atlanta there. They, they're Bad shooting Boys. Bad Boys 3 there. They're shooting Coming to America 2 there. Like this, and, and to think think like dang we just be talking about different studios and Warner Brothers and like all these different studios that shoot all these movies mm-hmm. and I think that not one black person was ever really involved in that um so for him to do it especially coming from you know stage plays and all that he do shout out to you Tyler Perry awesome he's doing a good thing um and our last black excellence of the week or the year to me is Dwayne Wade okay um, and I added Dwayne Wade because I think that um, when we talk about mental health and breaking generational curses and all this inclusivity and everything, I think Dwayne Wade, as well as Gabrielle Union, them as a couple, have really um, shown us the path of what this means to be a new black family that really accepts. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think we all know that his son, um, she is deciding to, you know, I don't want to say transition, but she... Oh, is he No, because the pronoun that she chooses to be use is she. Yeah, but it doesn't mean you're transitioning. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, but I don't think she's transitioning or anything like that, but um, I think just how Dwayne Wade has been handling this, especially with all the commentary, especially because his son is so young, Mm -hmm. um, it's it's really great to see what this looks like in a black family, because we talk so much about how black people are homophobic and this, that, and the other, and Mm -hmm. all these things. So to see him do this with such grace... It's inspiring to me. And also how he stands up for his woman, right? For his family. With, uh, yeah, his family. You know, he, he did not hold back with when um, Gabrielle Union was fired from, um, what's the American Got Talent? Mm-hmm. So it was just to see that he, what they do is they stand up for what they believe in, what they believe in 
and they don't hold back. Yes. And they definitely teach their kids too. And they do. So that is a wonderful thing to do. That's wonderful. Music, music make of, me lose control. Let's get into the music of the year. So we got, you know, this 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 episode special is the end of the year, end of the decade episode. So we got a couple awards to give out for right? music, some cross-cultured awards. Ha <laughs> um, So the first award goes to the underrated artist of the decade. It's none other than... J. Cole. Jermaine, you know, J. Cole to me has always been fire, but I feel like he's just like so like not talked about when we talk about Drake and Kendrick and all these people like cuz he he does have hits too like his albums are like platinum like his albums are like legit fire like, i literally have every single j cole album like, i, know I didn't notice that until like i'm trying to just look j cole and i'm like i got hella j cole songs yeah, and yeah like i've been rocking with j cole and i loved seeing him in concert that was one of my favorite concerts ever i think maybe because he's not so much in social media maybe he's not that rah-rah. yeah so yeah. That, that's what cuz he's more even like, you know, Drake and Kendrick Lamar, you see them more on social media. So it also like, you know, gives them that spotlight. Like, oh my God, compared to Jermaine. And Quiet is kept. He's one of these artists that really have a a, a label mm-hmm. and all his, his artists are doing pretty well. Like, Very well. Like, no shade to Kendrick, but I definitely like Dreamville a little bit better than TDE. Yes. So. Yes, yes, yes. No shade, no T. Okay, so we have another, another award, which is the Breakout Artist of the Year. So we have two. Meg Thee Stallion and... The baby. I love me some the baby, and I love me some Meg. They both definitely. Like, they were the breakout. Like equally, at Sophia. equally, yes, equally. yes, 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 yes. Just both of them. Like both of them work so hard. Both of them are so consistent, and I like that both of them are so humble still. Very. Like they're not those artists that came out and immediately drip. All of that. Like they they still put out music. Yeah. I mean, they definitely do their little mm-hmm. thing, but like. They about their music. I like that they're young and free, but they're not wild and crazy. You that's know what I mean? It. That's they're it. not they don't they're not doing too much. They're not doing like, too much. Like that baby, he's a fun guy, he all this whatever, but he he not he like he's not like all this young BNN, young YBN. young rich nigga people. <laughs> What's that name? YB YN whatever. <laughs> he not all them, yeah. All them little people, little, little this, little mm. like he actually has sense. So I like that. Yes. And he's a good father. He's a good father. He's yes. a good man. Good like, man. you can see the baby is good. I love how, you know, when he see women, he don't ever make you feel like you could not be his type. Mm. Like, right. every single woman he see, he treat the same, make them feel beautiful, exactly. make them feel loved. And that's so important. To how him. he relates with his fans. They yeah. both do a really good job. Um, Global artist. artist of the year. Of course, it's my husband, my man. Y'all know who it is. Burna Boy. African giant. Hey. <laughs> now I love me some Burner Boy. And I love the, the success that he's getting this year. Yes. Like, go go crazy, Burner. Yes, 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 Go yes. crazy. Artist of the decade is my husband. <laughs> um, and she know why I'm saying my Oh, Jeb B. I don't want him. Right. Stay in your lane. Is none other than my baby Drake. Um, because Drake has been consistently holding it down for 10 years. Like, no let up. Like, every single year, Drake got hits from 2009 to 2019. I totally agree. So, go crazy, baby. Um, real quick, let's talk about... We have another word we have is the send-off of the year. It's our one and only queen. Who sent us off this year, y'all? Our one and only queen. Rihanna. Rihanna. She told us that we was going to get an album in 2019. Gee, she said Summer. A, a reggae album. We, she's like, I'm been in the studio 3 and 4 a.m. Then I go to the Fenty. I, you know, like, I'm working hard. It's she like, teased us with little videos of her recording. Yes, G. Bro. Girl. At this point. 
She said, nah, listen, music, yeah, but it's not party right now. Yeah, that's a hobby to her. Yeah, care. y'all gonna get it when, she you know, said, she's ready. If I if, come back. Exactly. Damn, I might have missed my opportunity to see Rihanna perform live. No, she's too good. I don't, I don't think she will ever, like, give up the music. But Shh. I feel like definitely down the line, she's Shh. not gonna be releasing music as... It's not her priority anymore. You it's know not. Mean? It's, it's not, not her bread, bread and butter. It's not her bread and butter. <laughs> it's not. It's not. Uh-uh. She already made her mark as an artist. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. She made her mark as an artist. Yeah, she did give us eight eight albums back to back, low key. Rihanna did. Listen. She used to give us an album every year. So yes. this is tough. Yeah. This is really tough. Yeah. She I was made still in mark. college, G, when Anti came out. We were still in college when Anti came out. Really? It came out February of 2015. And that was her last album? Yes. Anti. Okay, she's done, she's done singles in here and there. Okay. What single has she done? Work, 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 work. That work. was on Anti. It was Anti? Yeah. I'm talking about single. Um, really? Yes. Is that long? <laughs> she was with Drake. Oh, wow. Yeah. Brianna played us. Okay, girl. We see you. We, we, we here. We loyal, so we gonna wait for you. We love you. Forever. We here. Our song of the year. Yeah. yeah, there we are. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> you to come you like, like, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, I came in on the low and you came on the high. Right, I didn't know. <laughs> All right, let's go again. Song of the year. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah. Then we sound like Is that how it starts? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why? We sound like uh, Oriente. How did he say it? Okay, how does he really go? You really trying to get this? Mm-mm-mm-mm. I'll let you hold it down. Whoa, oh, I don't know. I, sh- I just know, yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Uh-huh. That's uh-huh. like the third yeah, one, Yeah, 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 I know. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. Okay, anyway. Anyway. That's the song of the year. By Burnout Boy. And it was the song we played as the intro. Of this yearly wrap-up. Yes, yes, yes. That song. Every- Rihanna is even singing it, too. Everybody. Everyone is singing it. Erica, who's your artist of the year? My artist of the year will go to the one and only Cash Doll. She released her first, first, first album, um... In October, I think October 18, it, it was it was decent, but she's my artist of the year because um, she was in a bad contract for a while, so mm-hmm. she was unable to release music, and her music that she had was taken off um, SoundCloud, all this music um, platforms and stuff. But the fact that she still remained relevant, you know, she was on with her social media, she. She was touring with people, you know, doing events and stuff, and each time was sold out. Like, she really has her fans. So the fact that she was able to make it through the bad contract, you know, and with just her mixtapes and stuff, no, nah, she's, she's solid. She's solid. And Go she correct. Cash Doll. Yeah, we, she we love you, Cash. Yeah, she's solid. Doll. Cash Doll. Who's I, yours? My artist of the year is none other than real hot girl shit herself, Megan the Stallion. Mm. Um, I love Megan because not only is she an amazing rapper, she went through a lot this year um, between losing her mom and still persevering to being in school. I think I really like that Megan, you know, she she really is the sophista ratchet that we've been waiting for. I think a lot of times yes. in female rap, they kind of make put this facade that like, to be a female rapper, you have to be hypersexual, you have to have went to um, be a stripper, you have to not give a fuck about anything and be about your cash and your money and stuff. Mm-hmm. And Megan is like, okay, that and school, and that school. and female unity, that and I'm really gonna talk to everybody um, that I see and I'm gonna hype them up and I'm gonna make them feel loved and I'm gonna empower women and I'm gonna do everything. So shout out to you, Meg. I love her relationship with other female artists. You you see that you know she definitely reaches out to them because she mentioned that um, whenever she goes to a certain city. 
whenever she goes to a certain city, she hits up like, you know, Malibu Mitch in New York. Like, hey, girl, Ojinali, I'm in New York. You, know, you want to come to my show? Let's turn up. I like that she does that. Yeah, like she's she not fake about what she does. And the fact that it's like, I, I like that she shows that, oh, after this performance, I got to go write my final. Exactly. I got to turn in my assignment. Like I'm still in school. It's still important. I'm, it's I'm successful, but I'm still going to be educated. I love that. I like that. that. It's, so it's shout out to you, Meg. Yes. All right. So, you know. Let's go into our TV. Some TV, little notable TV moments this year. Us came out this year. That feels like so long ago. It was this year, right? Yeah, it was like the beginning of the year. I feel like I still need to watch it again. Yeah, I'm probably going to watch it one of these days, like on, uh, a, on a streaming service or something. Like, yeah. It's low-key, like, on. I think it's on demand now. Yeah, it's on yeah. demand now. Yeah, us. I still don't get it. I get it, but I don't at the same time. It, you know what I like about Jordan Peele? I do like that. He's able to kind of give these little critiques without it necessarily being super traumatic. Mm -hmm. That's, I think, what stands out in his genre of um, black theater. Like, like, yeah, it do have little messages and it is whatever deep or whatever, but it's not like as jarring um, of imagery as like uh, Harriet or, you know, like stuff like that. I I do like how he writes. You know, I do. You could tell it's definitely deep, you know, it's it's, it's smart. I like the way he does it. It's not just a plain, simple. It makes you think. Yeah. You know, it does make even because even the other, which one, Get Out? Get Out was amazing. It was amazing. Amazing. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I do like the way he writes. Um, Lion Lion King. King. Man, we gonna tell the truth about Lion King. Girl, we were disappointed. That thing. I'm sorry, y'all. Y'all, Queen Beyonce did not make that movie pop. No. Acting no. ain't never been her thing. No. Let's just call her spade a spade. Like, she, Acting has okay. never been her thing. She's yeah. been okay in certain movies, but this... Mm-mm. It's not... Yeah, it's not really her. But The Lion King, besides the Beyonce aspect, I just still did not like it. I didn't like the way it looks. I didn't like the whole 3D, whatever like they the, had going they on. They cut the story... Yeah. The story wasn't the story. I like, fell asleep, G. G, you fell asleep. I fell asleep. You fell asleep. Mm-mm. Um, Avengers Endgame happened this year. It did. I, you know, I just watched that, like, on the plane mm. when I was coming uh, Good back movie, from Nigeria. Right? Yeah, yeah, it was cool, but it was like, oh, this is it. Right, this is it. Infinity right. War was better to me, but... um, It was sad that, um, what's his name, died. Yeah, yeah, Iron yeah, Man yeah. died. We can talk about it now. Iron Man is dead. Yeah, that's the sad part. Um, What else? What else? Power. That power show, we can't wait for the next season. That I can't been wait for it to come back, but too. it's also been like stupid in some aspect. Like you see the dramaticism in it, but it's also course, really good. It's really like, good. It's a good story. It, it keeps you like wanting and longing for more. Yeah, and I feel like we we really ain't had like a a story like this for a TV show in a while, for, right? Because typically stuff like that it tends to be movie, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like a movie, movie, drug dealer, this and that. Exactly. But as a TV show, and it's consistent. Yeah, this six seasons. Yeah, come on now, that's that's pretty really good. Mm-hmm. And you know, fifty cent. Black director and everything. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a, a cool, solid it's show. It's a nice little black cast. Like I, I'm yes. for it. Yeah. Um, when they see us came out this year on Netflix. Oh, the Ava I'm not, I'm not gonna. You know, it. I ain't gonna stand. I still haven't fully watched it, and that's I'm because again, um, I'm just kind of at the point where I'm not really trying to be super triggered anymore. Like, I've, I, I, you know, everybody knows I'm an activist at heart, but I just. I'm just, I can't with the babies. I can't either, yeah. I just can't. Not, not, not right We now. already know the story. You know, we yeah. learn about it in school. Watch the documentary and everything. But, you so know, I'm I not... do know that it was a great cinematic work. Definitely. And it is a story that, like... Um, that needed to be heard. That a lot of people probably didn't even really know, especially these younger generations. That oh, yeah. And stuff. This really opened their eyes to things. And it was, it, it, it started a lot of conversations. Yeah. So, how, um, 
you know, the police, how the system is. How the system yes. is. You know, like, so many times we think interactions with the police only end in death, but it's like, it also ends in, like, a different type of way. Right. Like, what happens if they don't kill you? How they, they force you. you to. Yeah. Yeah. So, to see that, it was cool. Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. That was another big show of the year, too. Hey, yo. I think people are mad about how it ended, right? The series ended shitty, but I literally binged Game of Thrones in, like, a month. Mm-hmm. Um, just so I could watch the finale, the mm-hmm. final season. There were highlights in that in the final season. I wouldn't yeah. like say like it was good points, but the last episode was the worst thing I've ever seen. See, I'm not even too mad about how it ended. How what's the name? The broken boy became the oh Brent. It was so many plot holes that pissed me off. Low yeah, key, it but, was. You but know. you know, I think I'm gonna have to rewatch it. Yeah, like the whole thing again to the end and see if it like makes sense. And we just didn't know it makes sense. Mm. And okay. then more Queen recently, and Queen and Slim. You watched it. How was that? All right, this is how I feel about Queen and Slim. I'm going to tell y'all the truth. I thought Queen and Slim was going to be an action movie. I thought it was going to be like this. Action romance. Like an just... action romance where it's like we do see them on the run because they did this thing and then we would see how it ended or whatever. And I think that what made the movie disappointing is that you just gave me quotes and aesthetics. Like all it was, like that's why everybody making all them dumbass quotes. That's all y'all can take from the movie. Mm. It's nothing but like, cause Lena Waithe's writing is good, you know what I mean? But it's good in the sense of it's poetic. It has that syntax. It has all of those little things that you like mm-hmm. to read. Um, but in terms of like how we saw it, I feel like Melissa Matsukas directed it the yeah. way she would direct a Beyonce or Solange video. That's that's, that's and that was hold hold how the aesthetics and came that's about. how the aesthetics with the promotion was. and everything. Yeah. It was that vibe. It was that because she's their director. So I do I saw that. That's what it was. Yeah. Um. You know. But I thought we really was gonna tell a story. It was like so many places where I think people dropped the ball. Like either the actors weren't good enough because I did not fall in love with their love story. They didn't look good together. Period. You. I don't really feel the chemistry in the little you know commercials that I, I see in the way they promote it they don't look good they just put two dark skin beautiful and you know yeah, people individually y'all together stop, stop that little thing too that needs to end in 2019 too yeah listen black is beautiful but all black people ain't beautiful let's be oh, real so who, who's not beautiful I don't really think Jody. whatever her name is cute like that she just she got that model-esque look she got a model but look. she not cute to me I'm sorry <laughs> keep it, keep it, the time buddy just didn't look good so it just it yeah. didn't but it made both of them not look good it didn't make them look good and then truth be told, I heard in an interview, Lena said that Daniel wasn't the person. The first one, yeah. The first choice that he read it and wanted to. And she was like, oh, well, maybe. I don't know how he ultimately got the role, but I wouldn't. that wouldn't have been the role for him. For him. I wouldn't have thought mm-hmm. about him mm-hmm. at all. The chemistry wasn't there. Like, it wasn't, oh, it was so, it wasn't it, there? It wasn't there. I think that if we read this as a book, we would have enjoyed this little story. Uh. If we read it as a book, it would have been a nice story. To see it on screen... I don't think, I think that um, Melissa Matsuka's, I think that her directing serves vi- music videos. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't think it served Movies. what it was. Um, and there's a difference. People need to know that. And I think that sometimes we got to tell the truth as ourselves, as people. We can't always just be like, just because it's black and it's done, that it was good. Exactly. They're just telling us with melanin. That's how they suit us. Thank you. Oh, two dark-skinned people. Blind. Sexy. They're using that blue filter. I beg, make it bright. <laughs> Let me see the brightness. <laughs> oh. Ah, but yeah, I think that is all. Do you have anything else for TV? No, that is it. So we're going to get into our topic for the day. And we kind of switched it around because, you know, we wanted to be able to end the year how you're supposed to end the year. Mm-hmm. Focusing on you. Yes. How okay. was this year for you? 2019 hmm. from January to this December 21. Let me ask you, what 
What was the highlight of the year? Let's start with the highlight. I mean, creating the podcast. Ah. Yeah, like, um, I think that it's, it's, it's the first time I've ever really had a, a project that is attached to me. Mm. You know, I think I'm very artsy. And if you really know me, you know, like I'd be about this theater or whatever shit. Um, but I've never really had like something, like something right. solid. Like, yeah, um, mm-hmm. You know, like I did something in college, but again, that wasn't really mine. It was for a club. Mm. Um, so this is, I mean, you here too, but you know, but <laughs> it's, it's, it's mine. It's something that I can pour into. Mm-hmm. It's something that like I am pouring into. It's something that is a, an extension of me. I think it's allowed me to show a side of myself that I don't think a lot of people even know. So it's, it's nice to be able to like, be myself in something. Yeah. Oh, that's solid. That's yeah. a really good response. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Now that you said that, I think about it too. Um, that definitely was a highlight of my uh, the podcast. Really, I remember the first day we very, we posted it, we released it with all the Instagram oh, and everything. Yeah. We got we did receive a lot of love Let that very know, day. That first day. And we, we just sh- just, we just a quick shout out. Shout out. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> nah, keep it up. Keep it up. No. But shout out to you guys though, people that. Been listening to us from day one, the very day first one. day. Those that you know promoted our stuff, tagged us in things, you know, just talked about us, or even just gave us the feedback, whether it's positive or negative, whatever. Just thank you. For me, I would definitely say it's the podcast and also my um, the short film that I was in. Oh, yeah. yeah, it was my first time ever being um, in, a, in a film. I've only had experience in um, stage, stage plays. Yeah. So to even just how see how that works with the cut action, you know, shooting from different angles. You know, we had a little mm-hmm. premiere. It was really nice. That was my highlight. You know, it made me, I, I think it just um, excited me for my future. You Aww. know, it made me like, okay, this is what I like. Yeah. You like to do. You're, you're short. We assured me that, girl, this is your passion. You got Aww. it. Don't waste your time. Um, How have you changed this, this year? year? Oh, this year, I would say that um, compared to last year, this year I was more sure of myself. Mm. Yeah. I was more confident. And I'm more confident in myself and my decisions mm. and just being okay with the fact that, okay, um, it's my life, right? So, and I'm going to take care of myself. So I have to be an, a full adult. Mm. I feel like a full, a full adult this year. Like, yeah, you're just, an adult, yeah. girl. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. Girl, full adult and everything. So I was just more sure and confident of myself. And I didn't really care so much just about, you know, what pe- people say or think, you know, yeah, three people that does not really matter in my life, you know, Period. people that does not have any positive impact in my life. Mm-hmm. I didn't really care so much. About, and I still don't really care so much about how they are. And, you know, um, just, just being solid in me, you know, in my mm. decisions, in my relationships. I'll say that's how I've changed this year. What about you? I've gained a different confidence in myself in different ways. Mm-hmm. Like, not just like, oh, I love, I look pretty. But it's like a confidence in um, in my decisions, mm-hmm. a confidence in my journey. Yeah. Um, just trying to be like, I mean, everybody know, like, I've really been on some, oh, I'm committing to myself. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to go to the gym every day. I'm, mm-hmm. you know, going to massage my scalp and let my hair grow. <laughs> and, you know, I told myself, I'm going to post pictures of myself for real mm-hmm. and not just always have stuff. So it's just kind of like, um, I've committed to myself this year. Mm. I've committed to myself. And I think for, for a long time, I just... You know, I always wanted things, but I was scared. I didn't, I didn't know how to start, or I was scared of trying and failing, or whatever. Yeah. And I think this is like the first year that I say I put some effort in things. Uh, like I, 
I cared about myself. You cared. Good I job. And I started too. Good job. Thanks. Good job. What's one thing? What's one negative thing that happened this year for you? Mm-hmm. Negative. That I wasn't so good. You know, life do be just hitting you or whatever. Um, what's one? Trying to see one for me. Um, hmm, 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 Negative, negative. Um, I, um, for the first part of the year, I didn't have a car. So oh, yeah. just, and then the weather, wasn't it so Child. cold? That was the pool of It was. Yeah. So, girl, just, whew. Just be, being on the on the train, and you know, car. If you live in Chicago, you know how Chicago is. That's one thing. I'm like, I was just not happy about this year. Um, trying to think, what what's one thing that I was sad about this year that happened? Um, what happened? What happened? Besides my car, um, I think my living situation for a little second. Yeah. For a little, I had a little. You know, I had a little situation with. Um, I moved out of my old apartment. So before I moved to my new apartment, some little things happened. Um, so that was a sad thing that I would say happened because mm. like, you know I was in a state of confusion, a state of disappointment. Mm. You know what I mean? And hurts. You know, because when you expect certain things um, from people or whatever, and it doesn't go the way you think they'll go or how you you know expect for it to go, um, that could you know it hurts. You know, so I'll just say some disappointment in that way from mm. people that that definitely did hurt. Um, yeah, I think for me, I. Um I, I had a lot of trouble with my career mm. from, like, all aspects. Like, first of all, you know, I started the year as a teacher. Um, and, you know, that was semi-temporary. So I let that, you know, once that go, I was like, I'm, I'm not going back to education. I'm not going to be a mm-hmm. teacher. But then I was with this educational nonprofit, and then I don't do that anymore. Um, so there's, like, now this state of confusion and limbo where yeah. I'm like, you know, what am I really about to do? Like, I feel like I'm at an age where I'm, I'm supposed to know at least what my career is and this, yeah. that, and the other. Yeah. And that's been tough because it's kind of like, you know, careers are nothing but following that balance of passion and finance. So Girl. it's like, you know, I know I, I just don't want to really do something that I hate forever. But at the same time, baby, got to pay her bills. Yeah, you you got to eat, girl. You got to eat. eat. I got finances. I have loans. Um, so that's that's been really tumultuous, especially um, especially for, like, the reasons, too, where things didn't work. Mm-hmm. I'm like, a lot of times, a lot of those things didn't work because I'm brilliant. I hate being, sometimes being brilliant is a gift and a curse because mm-hmm. it's like, Everybody I meet always tells me how brilliant I am. And I think that... So Some are threatened by it. A lot of people are threatened by it. You know, a lot of people are going to try and tell me you're stupid or you don't know or gaslight me in, yeah. in different ways. And gaslighting isn't always like, oh, men be gaslighting. Gaslighting could be like, you know, we've talked about women in the workplace episode where we talked about what it's hard being black because everything you say is deemed as aggressive or confrontational when it's like, much. bitch, I'm speaking the facts. Facts. And you know it's facts. And you know it's facts. So that's been really, that's been like the tough part. Um, especially knowing how I've been struggling with that for the mm-hmm. past couple of years. It, it's been, it was mm-hmm. tough. It's definitely been tough. Hmm. What's one thing that um, you wish you had this year? A man? No, I'm just playing. What'd you say? I said a man, but I was just joking. Um, <laughs> I mean, shit. No. Uh, Something like, shit, money? For real? Yes. Like, I wish I had more money. I wish I had more money. Like, yes. that's just where I'm at. Like, I I, I, I only want money. Like, Because that, that's, you know, we, we need money. Even if we talk about the podcast, how we want to do different things, girl, we need money. We need money. Okay? Like, you know, with, you know, with our... With our bills, uh, we need money. Even to really fully pursue this car- our career in the industry, you need to have you money. Need money, like everything, is money. Like, and and that's just the fact of the matter. Like, that's the one thing I really wish 
that I had. Um, but I was like, okay, let me not say money. I feel like that's super, like, duh. Everybody wants money. Mm-hmm. Um, something that I, I really want, wanted this year is freedom. You know, mm-hmm. like, real, real freedom. Like, um, you know, we talk about being Nigerians, too, and that whole thing. I'm the youngest and the only girl. So I tell y'all all the time how, like, things were a struggle for me to really, like, find my own voice or assert myself or this, then the other. Um, and I think that I've done much better in it. But, you know, I think until I'm back able to really have my own full autonomy, mm-hmm. uh, I won't have the exact freedom that, that I you want. want. I feel that. Um, for me, I'll definitely say money. I'm trying to see what is it that I wish I had this year. Um, I didn't visit my mom this year. That's one mm. thing I wish I did. Well, I, I didn't have the means of doing it and just wasn't right. And I couldn't really find a good time for it. Uh, my mom lives in Texas, so that's one thing I wish I did, like visited her. Because um, I haven't seen I haven't seen her all year. Oh, my God. Mm. Aw. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do be feeling like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what else about 2019 do you want to share? What, what is one lesson you learned? What did you learn this year? What do you learn about people? And what do you learn about yourself? Okay, people... Haters gonna hate, man. Mm. Like on some real stuff. Not even to sound cocky, but it's like you, you, you find yourself like people put expectations that they don't hold themselves to. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I've learned to take people for what they give you and adjust. Like I used to be the type because I'm so deep on loyalty. I used to be the type where it's like. Damn, you ain't doing this. Cut you off. Boom. And then I woke up one day. I was like, damn, I really don't have no friends no more. Like, I can't talk to people anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, I used to have all these relationships with people. And it's not necessarily that I regret them because a lot of them needed to, to go anyway. Right. But I've learned to not make everything so cut and dry mm-hmm. um, with people. To just be like, oh, that's how you move? Cool. cool. Know that. Right. And really animal. just adjust. It's not even like no shady, oh, peep and move on. It's just kind of like, I right, cool. I, I just ain't gonna bang with you that heavy. Simple. Uh, and it's just simple as that. It ain't really like, it's not no beef. It's just like, now I know that, okay, the situation has changed. Yeah. Um, about myself, I've learned so much to control my emotions better. Um, you know, I've always been like a passionate person. That's the Scorpio in me. I'm super passionate. But I've learned to get a better handle on it. Um, and, you know, therapy's like helped me with that. And, you know, maturity and living life and stuff has helped me with that. Like, I've definitely learned to like not be, take everything so deep. Mm. Like I'm just kind of like, like I, you ain't that deep. Yeah, yeah, like it's just not that deep. Like shit, that's deep is deep, but it's that isn't deep. So exactly. I've learned to do that. I like that. Uh, what I remember people is that um, what I remember people is that people are people. You know what I mean? That you cannot. You know, we all make mistakes. No one is perfect. You know. You can't fully rely on anyone. Mm-hmm. You you can't, and it's not even smart for you to fully rely on anyone. You know, mm-hmm. don't I don't want to say don't have high expectations, but just also just allow room for disappointment, because so that when mm-hmm. it do come, it's not so much of a hit. It's not a disappointment. So it's like okay, oh damn, this happened. So I'm like, oh okay, I prepped myself a little bit, so I'm not too hurt. So that's one thing I definitely I learned. Like people are people. People will disappoint you. Period. You know what I'm saying? People will hurt you, whether they did intentionally or not. But just because they're human beings, they will hurt you. You know? Another thing I said I learned about people is that nothing is free. Girl, ain't nobody doing shit for free. Hmm. If someone does stuff for free for you, they, they gonna, really they love gonna compensate you. in a different way. In a different way. That's and, what I'm saying. Yeah, Everything yeah. is in money, but somebody's gonna get something in a different way. In a way. different way. I mean, which you know, one should, you know what I mean? Like whether it's by your appreciation or whatever way you do wanna compensate them in what way. But nothing is free. Nothing. People expect you to 
you got to have the cash. You want to make things happen? Where the money at? You know? Mm-hmm. So that's one thing that I feel like is sad. Now everyone's just about, okay, money, 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 money. I ain't doing this for free. I ain't yeah. helping you out. Well, what am I getting out of it? What, mm-hmm. what, 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 what is my profit? You know what I mean? So that's nothing that's a little bit sad. Um, but one thing I... What's the second question? You learned about yourself. One thing I learned about myself this year, um, I learned... I think I, I learned my passion. I learned what I was passionate about. Oh. Yeah, I wasn't sure. Because, you know, even though I was doing acting in college, whatever, I still had this public thing, public health. Mm-hmm. You know, I was looking for public health jobs. I work in a public health field, you know. Um, but I learned truly what my passion mm-hmm. is, which is, you know, media, acting, podcasting, um, whatever you want to call it, all that thing. That's really what my passion is. So it's good to... So finally, you know what it is, because for a while, like 2017, 2018, I felt like I was in a limbo, you know? I just felt so complacent. I felt like, what am I doing? I feel that. Like, what is this? What am I doing? Where am I? Where am I going? What is it? So it's not only the end of the year, but it's also the end of the decade. It is. So how have you changed from beginning of decade to end of decade? And I think it's it's cool for us millennials, because we were 16. Okay. Or like 15, 16. And like, now we're like mid-20s. That's a lot of shit. How, how, I'll say that. In those 10 years, hmm, what have, how have I changed? You know what? This decade, this is when I felt like me. Mm. That I, I am Erica Mona. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, I, now I'm so proud to say I am Erica Mona. <laughs> like, I found myself. Period. That's what it was. Because even that 16, 17, 18, it was just more of my family's perception and people's perceptions of me and my culture, how I'm supposed to be, little Mona, da da da. Not that I'm not a good, you know, woman per se, but, you know, I felt like I just had to, like, hide. You know, I felt like I was hiding a little bit. Mm. You know, I wasn't really outspoken as I, as I am now. Before I used to be super quiet, you know? Um, but now I am outspoken. I'm not scared to speak my You're mind. So <laughs> yes, girl, because I was saying you so much shit in my head. Like, so what? <laughs> I was quiet. Oh I was super quiet. But now, like, even when, even in classrooms, because I'm in school, now even in classrooms, I speak up. You know what I mean? Before in classrooms, I would not say anything. Even if I had a question, I would not raise my hand. I would go and talk to the teacher separately, but I never really spoke up. So, and it, I changed by being more outspoken and just. Owning who I am and not mm. having to apologize, like, I'm an outspoken person. Yeah. I'm different. You know, I'm not going to do things your traditional, you know, typical Nigel way mm. or how you think or, you know, this and that. Like, this is me. Right. Here I am. Yeah. Here I am. What about you? Uh, I found my voice and my strength and, and my, my beauty and love. Mm. Like, man, it was rough for me. 15, 16. And I was going through a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I was going through a lot. I just lost my father. Yeah. Um, You know, a, a lot of things financially in the household mm-hmm. were off because of that. Um, Damn true. Just everything. And then I always had struggled so much with my body. And, you know, being a 15, 16-year-old girl is even worse. And just from guys to everything. And I think that finally here I am. Mm. 26, I'm, I'm no longer afraid. I think I used to be pushed around so much. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, that's something that me and Erica, like, Erica used to all the time be like, tell them how you feel. Mm-hmm. Tell that person from everybody to my family to, pe- like, my so-called mm-hmm. friends. You always be like, tell them how you feel. Because I would vent to her all the time. Like, mm-hmm. this bitch did this, this, that, and the other. But, you know, now I do that. Yeah. Like, I don't really be thinking about it. I'm like, bro, I'm going to tell your ass about yourself. Like, exactly. I speak up for myself in all ways, for everybody, from my mom to 
you know, to to my friends, to my relationships, to whoever. Like I tell people what it is. Um, I I I truthfully hated my how I looked for a long time. You hated like I hated I didn't know you like hated. I hated my hair. I hated my skin. I hated my body. Wow. I didn't see great things about myself at all. Mm. Like I did not like my features. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and we can call it internalized, whatever, whatever. I just know that I was never told these things about myself Aww. um so so whenever I, I got a little glimpse of something i was thirsty mm-hmm. i was happy i was excited um they're like damn somebody feeling me or somebody doing this yeah like, i was yeah. just never the it girl right um but i think now i'm just like like i really be in my head like i'm i'm top tier of beauty and then there's other people like and i really be noticing like i am a beautiful person you like, are everybody ain't beautiful <laughs> but i'm beautiful um and, and it took me a long time this like, that's like a recent development, really. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, um, it's it's great to be here. Ah, so you would say that's something you're proud of yourself for this I'm year? I'm proud of myself. I, I, I it, it was a real struggle, like on some real vulnerable stuff. Like I, I really have really struggled with my appearance. Mm-hmm. You know to. Not that's kind of how I even got behind the camera more because mm-hmm. I used to act all the time. I figured because I was gonna um, ask you, like, why is it now you yeah, want to do yeah. more directing? Um, like, do you feel like I think you... I, I've actually found the love for it for real? But initially, that was like I just didn't want to be seen, mm-hmm. like, I did not want to be seen. Oh, wow! And um, why is it because you did you feel like people did not want to see you? Yeah, uh. I felt like I. I I was going to be overshadowed or I was always going to be typecast in, in a way that I didn't want to see myself. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't like that you see me that way because I don't see myself that, that way. way. Or I don't like being seen in that way. But I know that's how you see me and I, I don't know how to change mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just, like, shy in, in that way where I couldn't say what I wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, so... So now, you know... Now I really just have, like, a real love for, like, directing or whatever. Right, right, right. Um, but yeah, I I, I I hated every part of me at 15, 16. So mm. to be here today and not hate myself is mm. a big for me. Yeah. Well, let me say what I'm proud of you for. Um, um, definitely everything you said, because I definitely do see you have, you have fully matured. You really, not that you were not a mature person, you mean, but you know, there are different levels of maturity and in, in the different aspects where maturity needs to come in, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And there are certain parts of Mary where you did not really have it and you have matured, like in, in, in relation to you controlling your emotions, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Because when you can't control your emotions, you're able to control your actions, mm-hmm. right? So it, it goes hand in hand. So mm-hmm. I definitely see that you control your emotions. You definitely do have a voice. You, you speak up more, you know, and you handle things better, you know, things are not, it's not just a, ooh, you know, now you're like, okay. Let me think a little bit. Then okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you think that you move forward, which is really good. Yeah. Something that we admire. I just admire that you just really now you speak up. You really speak up, and you just show off yourself and your dedication to this your healthy lifestyle journey. I'm telling you, this girl is doing keto diet too. Hey, <laughs> I didn't even understand that this keto diet, the amount of food you cannot eat. Jesus, ah, I'll be feeling bad for you. Great. Ah, sorry, but you, I, I admire that dedication that you have because you're sticking to it. You committed to. Your Thank commitment you. to yourself is what I am proud of. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Since we're doing this proud of each other thing, um, <laughs> I'm so proud of your strength oh. in yourself. Oh, really? Um, yeah. I think, like, man, first of all, you were so quiet, child. Like, Erica's just, like, she's always had, like, the best personality, but I knew, oh. I knew <laughs> that because it would just be, like, with me mm-hmm. in a way, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, you were just always, like, 
you gonna you gonna show up for who you want to show up for. And right. I think that um, when we first started, like when people really first started seeing us together, I think that the idea was like, you know, like you like like you was my cousin that would be with me. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I think like now you're, you're you're definitely your own person. Oh yeah, definitely. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, you've always been not like you followed up behind yeah, me, yeah. but you have your own identity, identity and voice, and it's and it's in you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not even like a you know, you're the quiet one. Like, you're Erica. Oh, like, you yeah. are Erica Mona. And, mm-hmm. and, and I, lo- I love how you let yourself be seen. Oh, you really? Used to, you used to be so timid. Mm-hmm. Like, you know. I did. And I didn't want to be seen, too. You didn't want to be seen in a different way. You know what I'm saying? But it's also kind of like, you're so strikingly beautiful, it's hard not to see you. Oh, wow. So Look it's kind of like, but now it's like, well, bitch, that's, that is who I am. <laughs> you know, like, I'm Take this it or leave it. Take it or leave it. Like, this is me. And, you know, I'm not going to be, you're not who people want you to be. Mm. I think you for a second, you kind of were who, you always mm. been a good one. Between the two of us, you were always like, the one that followed the rules, the one that do this, I still the one that do this. You know, when they say we do this, we should do it. No, don't say this. But now, it's like... Okay, well, <laughs> is this what I'm going to do? And I'm about to do this, and it's done. Um, and, I, I, and, you know, also just knowing on a different level, I, I'm proud of how you you took care of yourself. Oh, thank you. You took care of yourself. Like, you know what I'm saying? You you do what you have to do for you, and nobody can take that away from you. Yeah. I'm proud. That, thank you. And I probably went to therapy this year. We both went we to therapy. We did both go to therapy this Good year. Job. That's how we sounded so cool. I know, right? So, like, free. We big girls and Yes, now. yes, we took a yes. Because you never know how much you have in your head, right? Hmm. So you go to therapy, and you're like, I have all this shit in my head, in my mind that is low-key and high-key bothering me. You know, it's only so much. You could put it under the carpet for so many years. But that shit is going to come flying out. I cried the first day, child. I yes. did not expect to be boo-booing. Like, day one, hey, what's your name? Just tell me about yourself. I'm- <laughs> Listen, I, I did not know. That little 45-minute session yes. was going to give me. It powerful. Because you never know. Because you're like, wait, where am I? It's like, damn, oh, I'm you hurt? Just, you asked me that question. Like, I'm hurt for real. I'm like, damn, we don't talk about that around here. <laughs> but, what, okay, so what's something that you're looking forward to in 2020? I'm looking Money, money, money. Period. No, seriously. <laughs> seriously. I am looking for stability. Mm. Um, more financial stability, mm-hmm. you know, financial growth, please. I'm looking forward to opportunities in my field. Yes. And in my field, I mean in this media um, entertainment business. I make sure I change my LinkedIn to show what podcasting, what I do. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm looking for... Um, to work, to, to you know, to really work in my industry. That's what I'm looking forward to in 2020. Mm. I am looking forward for that, for um, opportunities and stability. And to be honest, too, I would like a solid relationship. Let me stop putting the shit out there. I don't want to be in a relationship. Please, a good man, a good partner, a best friend. You know what I mean? It's time for me to lower the gears of how to summer. It's time. <laughs> no, for real, for real. All jokes aside. Not it's that time. I'm thirsty or anything, but, but you know, nah. you get to an age there, you, you do want to build with somebody. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, mm. you know, I don't want to wait till, like, I'm in my 30s. Or before, um, because I do believe you could have a career and a relationship, you know, Mm -hmm. just have to find balance and find the right partner to help you with that. But I'm looking forward forward to opportunities, just making money, and just solid relationships. Yeah, I I think I'm definitely looking forward to um, financial growth all Mm -hmm. the way. Like, I'm also looking forward to like um, making choices that I want. Mm. Like, Like, at this point now, I'm an adult, adult. Uh, right. I'm an adult adult, adult. adult. Like, 
you know, if I want to have a child, I'm going to have a child. Mm-hmm. If I want to um, move to a different, move place? To a different place, I'm going to move. You know, if I, whatever I want to do, if I'm like, you know what, this is not the field I'm in, I'm about to do this, I'm going to do that mm-hmm. and do it wholeheartedly. Um, you know, I too am looking for love. Yeah. Um, you know, and I want those that really love me to love me authentically. Yes. Yeah, and you know, no shaking, no bullshit. Yeah. So simple as that. Like, what's one thing you're not gonna take into 2020? Hmm. Whether it's behavioral things you've done, thinking, <laughs> whatever is a material thing. What is it that you're not gonna take into 2020? Oh well, hmm. I ain't gonna take my toxic traits. Like I, I be mm. having toxic traits. Like. Um, you know, I'm theatrical too. So I, I be turning on my drama for people sometimes. Like if I feel like turning, like I'm taking away reacting. I, I okay. be, I'm a reactor, you know, which is part of like the whole me getting my emotions in check thing. But it's like, you know, er- everything don't deserve a response. I'm for real. Like that's something Facts. that like I be actively working on. Everything does not reserve, deserve a response. Like, you got to know when to hold them and know when to fold Sometimes them. Sometimes silence is the best answer. Yeah, like, I really do need to work on the art of silence. Like, sometimes you, you don't got to say that or shit, that's, that's it, that's it. Like, and being like, whatever. It's not every time, um, you know, somebody show, who you, show you who they are, you got to tell them, I see you. Sometimes you just got to be like, mm-hmm. mm, I cool. You know, um, I, I I can't react to everything. Sometimes I, I find myself just reacting, reacting. This pissed mm-hmm. me off. This did this, this did that. So, you know, just knowing like, no, nah, that doesn't serve me. So there's no point. I feel that. What I wouldn't take in 2020 is um, hmm, nonsense. Period. You know, um, anything that's going to waste my time, whether it's relationships you know what I'm saying? I don't want to take them to 2020. I don't, you know? And also, like, you know, I'm, like, I'm like laid back. You know what I'm saying? I don't like confrontations. I don't like drama. But, you know, sometimes I tell myself, like, you know, you speaking up about certain things or sometimes... Sometimes you do have to go in on yeah. people. You know what I'm saying? Of course, it's all about your approach and stuff. You know, you could go in without being hurtful. You know what I'm mm. saying? You could go in without, you know, being abusive. But sometimes you do need to go in. And, you know, I feel like... I, being like a gentle person, laid back or just non-confrontational, you always want peace. People take advantage of that and see it as weakness, you know, and they try you, you know. And I feel like I've had to do it. I'm like, you know, I'm just going to, you know, I'll approach you in a quiet manner. But sometimes I'm like, you know what, 2020, I am going in, okay? Yeah. Whether it's in my career, career, in relationship, whoever, if don't try nothing with me, I'm going in. So I'm not taking, what I'm not taking to 2020 is just being quiet all the time, you know, mm. going in when you need to go in. That's what I'm, I'm going to take. And just non... I don't want no nonsense relationship. Friendships, whatever. Anything that's not serving me positively. Bye. Even if it's, you know, habits of myself, too. That it's, I know that... Well, you too. You know, you don't have to stay in the house all the time. Go out, you know? Mm-hmm. And, you know, and go out doesn't mean, oh, you're going out to the get drunk or, or whatever. But just, you know, meet different people, you know? Like, go, go to, to little events. Exhibit. Go to this. Exactly. Like, Try at different restaurants, different, you know, museums, you know. Art. They, have, they have all these little festivals to, to be doing. Exactly. Exactly. So I'm taking away um, being a boring grandma. <laughs> Remember? They said we were boring and they said that we were grandmothers. That means. So I'm not going to take that to 2020. Listen. <laughs> you know what I'm taking into 2020, though? Cross-culture. Cross-culture. 
Culture. Do you know what? Thank you guys for real. It's only it's barely even been a year, and you guys have been rocking with us. It's you guys have been growing with us, mm. and you know we hope that 2020 brings you everything that you want, and we hope that you guys stick with us in 2020. That we make it to your 2020. We hope um, that everything you pray for is manifested. Yes. We hope that you know everybody stays blessed, um, and that this 2020 brings the clear vision that's associated with 2020. 2020. Like, straight path, straight focus. We will talk to you guys next year. Happy holidays, Erica. Give them something to lead you. <laughs> give, give them a little I know, something. right? Um, 2020, have God. Believe in yourself. Do not let anyone take away your confidence or who you're supposed to be. Don't let anyone, you know, don't let, do not let people use their own vision or idea of who you're supposed to be. Don't let that affect you and your vision and your journey because it is different. We all... We're all living and going in different paths, different journey. Your journey is your journey, okay? So be you and love you. And that is Cross Cross Cultured. Cultured.